Hello there. Can you hear me? Hear you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And can you see me? See you and your lovely ginger hair. <laughs> yes, indeed. Look at that. <laughs> oh my God. There are so many forces keeping us apart, Sean. <laughs> I know. So I'm. I'm all cozy in my blankie. <laughs> yes, and the sun just came pouring through my window like a mm -hmm. like divine intervention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means this is all right with the world. I see it's recording. My mic is lighting up. I can hear you. Perfect. Welcome to the Birds and Bees podcast. I'm your host, Sue Johnson. I'm a white cisgendered woman. Um, and this podcast is for anyone to tell their story that is not part of the heteronormative bullshit binary. And today I have an amazingly patient and very kind soul, Mr. Sean McLaughlin. Hey. Um, just so everyone knows, the recording got deleted yesterday. Yeah, so it's just basically like another pre-interview. You know, so you're very prepared and I, I liked the initial pre-interview and then yesterday we had a nice chat you know we thought it was recording but you know technology had different ideas but here we are you know practice right. makes perfect and so this is because we did the pre-interview and then the second pre-interview third time the charm right yeah now we're this is like we're married at this point <laughs> i think that's how it works yeah i'm pretty sure i think we get like a toaster oven and the whole nine yards i'm pretty sure that's the, i think that's that's how it works <laughs> so sean and I live in the Capital District. He is part of keeping Albany amazing and weird and um, amazing and, weird. <laughs> and also safe for people of all genders and identities. And he is also on your radio every Sunday when there's no pandemic on Homo Radio at RPI. And um, <laughs> and he's just an all-around good, kind-hearted person. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. I need to hire you for my PR person. You can be like my PR director and go around. I would love to do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you and I know each other from Homo Radio because I've been on twice and um, you are an integral part <laughs> as is Dr. Working. Um, so let's pretend <laughs> that I don't know how you started at Homo Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to be giggling a lot. So uh, yeah, just so fine. everyone knows, I'm a laugh slut. I will laugh at anything. And yesterday, hey, we'll have a good time. You know, we'll have a, we'll have a good time. It'll be like a sleepover. You know, we'll stay up late. You know, we'll have pillow fights. We'll talk about you know those our crushes. You know, mm -hmm. we'll share some secrets and tell some stories. It'll be great. Some chips ahoy and Doritos. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you were a wee young lad when you first heard Homo Radio, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, Homo Radio is a weekly news and public affairs show that's on WRPI, as you mentioned, in non-pandemic you know, times, on uh, 91.5 FM. And it's based out of Troy, New York. We broadcast weekly from Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Um, some people say Rensselaer. The cool kids say RPI. But there we are <laughs> every Sunday. And a big shout out, as you mentioned, to Dr. Ray Working. He's our executive producer. And I'm myself, I'm the program director. I'm the guy behind the board pressing 
buttons in every sense of the word. <laughs> and <laughs> shout outs also to Ulysses de Armas and David Liebig. And together, the four of us are there every Sunday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. And we talk about all different types of things going on out there in, in our big wide world of, you know, queer whatever, you know, whether it's news or politics, whether um, Dr. Ray is doing an interview or we're talking about um, entertainment, you know, it could be anything about, you know, what TV and movies people are seeing or what music people are tapping their toes to or, you know, what's happening out there um, in, our, in our world. And, you know, with politics and news and everything that's going on, you know, we're never, you know, we never come up short. People say to us, geez, you have, you're on from 10 till two. That's a four hour show. How the hell do you come up with content for a four hour show every single week? And we always laugh because at the end of every single program, we're always like, oh man, you know, we're out of time already. You know, we have to wrap it up, but we could just go for like another four hours. You know, we just have so much to say and we have fantastic guests that we bring in from all over the world who we interview about all different types of topics and we um, just get into everything. Our homo radio news and comment is exactly that. You know, we don't just read the news, you know, as they say straight, because <laughs> we can't, because <laughs> none of us are straight. So we have to read the news fabulously gay. And by that, I mean, you know, we comment on it, and share our opinions. You know, we love throwing in our two cents and getting into the discussion about things. So that's always a good thing. Um, you know, and I know that you're a fan of our, our news. I think it's interesting because even though the four of you all identify as gay gentlemen, um, you have very many different perspectives. Um, I know Dave, for one, doesn't really like my taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have different tastes, different perspectives and ideas. Sometimes, you know, we're all on the same page and it's cool when you can all agree on something and say, you know, this thing that happened was... Hmm awful or awesome or you know awesomely awful or whatever it was you know you can agree on things and kind of you know share the same kind of goals and ideas and values but then also you know we disagree on things you know we, we get into our hot topics every week and talk about all the different types of things and sometimes things are cut and dry and we can say okay yep this is how it is and this is what i think and everybody's like yeah yeah me too but then there are other times when it gets hot and heavy because somebody will see things one way somebody else will have something else to say about it and so we'll kind of, you know, share our ideas and perspectives and sometimes debate a little bit. And I guess that, you know, people tell us that that makes good radio because they're like, oh, wow, you two, you know, it could be two people who maybe have a disagreement and, you know, you guys were going at it. Oh, geez, you guys really got into that or whatever. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it's important to realize that we're not all the same. You know, people do have different ideas and, and perspectives on things. And it's a great forum for us to say, well, hey, this is how I see things. Yeah. And, you know, somebody else might have different, you know, points of view or whatever. But, you know, we're on the radio and we can talk about these things. And then the phones start ringing. It's just, <laughs> it can be a really, really cool thing. And, you know, what I like best, too, is that you guys are actively listening to each other not wait did you say something i wasn't actively listening to you <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but yes we do actively try to listen to each other and yeah you, know, you don't have the same viewpoint and i think that speaks to also people who have an idea that all queer guys are this way and all straight people are this way you know they paint with a broad brush it's like no no well the straight people are all the same. Let's face it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. Everybody's different. Um, you know, everybody is, uh, 
you know, unique and, and people have different perspectives on things and whatever it is, you know, people might see things a certain way, you know, politically, we're not always all on the same page or, you know, we might hear about something that's in the news and we might say, wow, you know, check out this story. Mm-hmm. This crazy thing happened. Can you believe this? And somebody might say, well, you know, that makes sense. And somebody else might say, well, no, I don't think that that's the right thing to do or the right, right way that, you know, let's say that the school handled a certain situation or the government mm-hmm. did a certain thing or, you know, you have, you know, the uh, the whack job of the week, you know, our story from, you know, it typically leads with a Florida man, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I, I can tell you why that is. Mm-hmm. You, you, you may not, you may know the secret, you may not, but either way, it because, it's be interesting uh, for the listeners. The is secret because, is, I was going to say, is it because Florida is America's penis? Or most penis-shaped state. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, there is a law for the state of Florida that they have to disclose any, uh, almost like any police blotter. If you anybody ever gets arrested for anything for at any time, that be, can be reported by any of the media outlets. So that's why people say, why does all this weird shit happen in Florida? Florida seems like a real insane, like lawless place. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is though. Have you been there? It's a little um, old west gunslinger. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Except when you're on like A1A stuck in traffic, not going anywhere, then you're like, come on, <laughs> the one on the right, step on it. I never but, yeah. went sort of myself. My hair wouldn't allow me to, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, also too, they really don't treat uh, people part of the LGBTQ community very well either there, which is weird. Cause like Miami is gay Mecca as yeah. is, um, or Lauderdale and Wilton Manors and all kinds of places. I've been to all of the above. And, you know, I mean, we have Disney. What's gayer than Disney? You know, come on. Oh my God. I totally forgot. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are certain areas that, it, that it's like super queer. And then there are other areas where they're like, oh my God, no. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, Florida um, is something, you know, definitely don't know what it is. But yeah, there are always. Uh, you know, for our whack job of the week, we always find some crazy stories. And, you know, you're right. They do sometimes come from Florida. Not always, but sometimes it's like a Florida man did this or said this or whatever. And, you know, we can get into that. And then sometimes we'll say, oh, geez, that that's really wacky. And then other people will say, well, hey, I can understand why such and such happened. Or I see where they're coming from. And we're like, what? Are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> we get into it and we have a good time. But because, you know, we don't always disagree or we don't always agree, um, one of the best compliments that I think that we've ever gotten on the show is, wow, you guys are like the gay version of The View. <laughs> and so, you know, I so, really like uh, that. Dr. Yeah. Ray is definitely the whoopee of the group. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could even argue about that. You know, we could get into it and say, well, wait a minute. You know, I want to be whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or, you know, what if, what if they called us, you know, the, the golden girls, of, you know, the gay golden girls or something, you know, we could have fun with that. You would be the Dorothy. <laughs> We'd all fight about it too. You know, who wants to be, who wants David to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we have a lot of fun and um, Homo Radio has been around for a long time. Um, the show premiered actually back in 1992. And so it's, it's coming up on 30 years. It's hard to believe that and oh. I myself actually got involved in 1997 but even prior to that 
Um, and I, that's, you know, I'm coming up on 25 years, but even prior to that, I was listening as a high school kid, um, you know, at first with my headphones on in the bedroom, you know, when my parents, you know, we'd come home from school when I was like, you know, or come home from church rather when I was like 15 and I'd listen, you know, in my bedroom with my headphones on and, um, you know, later on, I guess maybe we'll talk about religion and stuff like that, but there came a point where I didn't have to, you know, listen with headphones on anymore and it's tied into churchy kind of stuff. Maybe we'll talk about later, but, um, I then was able to, you know, listen freely, um, to the show with the, you know, no interruptions. So that was, that was kind of cool. Um, I, I love that you were, uh, they took a chance on a young guy who was like, Hey, you know how we can make this show even better. Here's an idea I have. And then we're just like, yes, absolutely. We, you, we want you in on this. Yeah. They opened their doors and welcomed me with open arms. Um, it was really kind of neat because as a high school kid, I had come out not, you know, at the age of 15 and I started going out to places, you know, around town. I grew up in Scotia, which is, you know, for those out of the area, a small town, you know, maybe about 20 miles west of Albany. And it's quiet and safe and peaceful and good schools and good parks and lots of great things going. And I had a wonderful childhood growing up there with my two younger brothers and mom and dad. Mom ran a daycare in the house. So we were always going out on adventures and, you know, to the park and to the library and all kinds of wonderful things. So it was a wonderful um, place to grow up and I had a good education and everything. But after um, school was over, you know, after high school, I wanted to move out somewhere where I could be, you know, in a, in a bitter, a little bit of a bigger environment, you know, in the city mm-hmm. and Albany is a perfect happy medium for me. So, um, it's got the small town, you know, small, but vibe to it, you know, where you can be active in the community and know people and, and be around and, you know, walk down Lark street and run into people here and there, you know, that, you know, and then it's also big enough, you know, it's got plenty to offer in terms of jobs and educational opportunities and dating life and, you know, concerts and things happening. So there are, there are plenty of things happening. Again, you know, not in COVID times, <laughs> but, you know, in general, you know, it's, it's been good. Anyway, so I would go out to Albany. I'd hear about things happening around town and I would get the, you know, community, which was the uh, newspaper from the Pride Center. And I'd see, you know, different event postings on random, you know, Lark Street, you know, mm-hmm. like telephone poles or whatever. And I'd hear about these things going on. And so back in the pre-internet era, um, I would hear about these things and I would, send them into homo radio and i'd say hey listen to this you know this is a cool thing happening or you know this event is going on or here's this band that's performing you might want to check out their music or here's a piece of news i heard let me you know tell you about this and so i'd send them in originally i was actually sending them by snail mail and then (laughs) you know after email was a thing that i would actually email them in but i guess they were really impressed with what i had to say and um, they admired my energy and enthusiasm as a 15 year old and 16 and 17 year old high school kid, I continued on sending stuff. And so they really liked what I had to offer. I was listening to the show and whether I was, you know, contributing something or making a correction to something that they said, if they had the wrong date for something or something in their ad copy. And I'd say, Oh, Hey, wait a minute. That's such and such. They'd say, wow, good catch. So they were always, you know, I was always talking to them. I had won a couple prizes here and there always, you know, checking in with them about things. And so finally, I got an opportunity um, when I was a senior in high school. They had a big old welcome back to school barbecue and it was an open house and they were trying to recruit not only new student DJs, but also some of the community members, you know, were doing different things and um, it happened to be on a Sunday during the Hummel Radio time slot. 
So the hosts at the time said, hey, this is going on. And if you'd like to come meet us, we're doing an open house. We're going to have free food for everybody. They're going to be chilling and grilling outside. And they're actually playing, you know, some of the other student DJs were playing other separate music outside, you know, just playing, you know, general pop music and rock and indie alternative funky weird WRPI stuff. So that was fun. Um, and then they were actually broadcasting Homo Radio live, of course. And that was inside. So it was amazing to actually go inside and meet everybody, get the tour of the place and really, um, you know, get to meet some of my sort of idols, you know, these people that I had been listening to not only for on Homo Radio every week, but also some of the other student DJs and other community members who were around. Who, I had other cool shows on different days and times that I was also checking out. So that was a really neat experience. One of my friends said, yeah, they, you know, they bribed you with free food and that's the real reason. <laughs> it didn't hurt. <laughs> better bribe. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me free food. They'll follow you anywhere. And so that was awesome. It was great having a barbecue and they were doing the you know cookout stuff there and getting to meet everybody. And of course I was like 17 or 18. So I was like, you know, the same age as a lot of the new freshmen that they were looking to recruit. And so they didn't know that I didn't go there and they just, you know, students all, you know, introduced me and brought me around, showed me everything. And it was just neat getting to kind of learn about the radio station and meeting all these people and to know who's who and what's what and to have free hot dogs and hamburgers and whatever. <laughs> so that was neat. Um, so I actually went on the air on that first time. I, you know, they said, well, since you're here and you've written up our community calendar announcements and stuff, you know, because I not only would send in flyers and things, but I'd also write up the things at this point i was emailing them so i write them up exactly in the way that they should be read so at the time what it's they almost would do, like you were an intern in a sense yeah yeah basically i would i would write up the ad copy so they would basically just print it out and then read it word for word saying coming up at so and so place such and such event is happening on so and so date and time blah 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 and give all the details for more information call whoever blah 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 and so they said hey since you wrote these things up you know, why don't you go ahead and read them on the air? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm never going to go on the air. Are you out of your mind? You wanted yeah. to be the behind the scenes guy. Yeah, I just was, you know, thinking, hey, free food, get together. I have a tour of the station. I get to meet uh -huh. these people, you know, hang out and just see what this radio thing is all about. I just thought it was going to be a neat experience. But it was such a neat experience. I fell in love with it. And they said, well, hey, you should read these things on the air. And I said, oh, no way. And they said, well, you are you such what. a natural that blows my mind. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I had such fun with it. And they were saying, you know, you have a good voice. You sound good. You write well, you can speak well, you know, you should really go on the air. And one of the women said, I'll tell you what, why don't, instead of you just going on the air and reading the community calendar stuff all by yourself, why don't I go on and I'll intro the segment. I'll give my name and I'll introduce you. And then I'll read the first announcement and then you can read the next event and we'll just go back and forth. And then I'll wrap up and I'll throw it to the next, you know, song that we're going to play or whatever. So you don't have to worry about any of that extra stuff, you know, just go back and forth, a little round Robin with me. And I was super nervous and she convinced me to do it. She said, just give it a shot because if you don't, you're going to be kicking yourself and you're going to be regretting the fact that you didn't do it when you had a chance. Mm. So I said, actually, yeah, that does make sense. But I was like, my palms were literally sweaty and I was like pacing back and forth, like counting down the minutes, like, oh my God, we're on in four minutes. Like, you know, when the song is over, we're going to be on, I can't believe it. <laughs> so I was like super nervous, but I sat down and did my thing and they were like patting me on the back basically when the next song was playing saying, wow, what were you afraid of? That was, that was great. And so I, I kind of realized, hey, I can, I can do this. This is fun. 
Um, so I was on like such a like a adrenaline kick, like such a high from having met everybody and you know all I, I don't know also what they might have put into the soda or whatever I don't know no, <laughs> just kidding just kidding um but I, I was on such a great you know just a, a natural high just having met everybody and having that experience I thought wow I should do this again sometime and they said well you know we're on every week if you'd like to come back sometime I thought yeah actually maybe I will I'll have to think about that but I did I came back that next week and then the week after that, and the week after that, and then the week after that, and now it's been almost like 25 years. So there you go. Years. Was there any, been anything that stuck out in your mind in the 25 years that you've been doing it thinking, this is the pinnacle, this is the best thing that I did on the radio, either whether it's a, a segment or um, somebody who got to interview or. Yeah, there have been, you know, either big news items you know, when, when you're um, talking about something like, you know, marriage equality is now a thing, or, you know, even as like state by state, as, as things happen, you know, first when it was in, you know, civil unions in Vermont and, and, you know, marriage in Massachusetts and so on and so forth, you know, when we we're gaining, you know, ground bit by bit, piece by piece, state by state, or, you know, perhaps when, even when there was um, sad news or, or tragic news, you know, the shooting um, down at the Pulse nightclub in Florida, um, that happened late on a Saturday night. So when we woke up first thing on a Sunday morning, that was what we heard about. You know, naturally when you wake up, you know, what I do anyway is I wake up and check my phone and I'm looking at these, you know, things on Facebook about the shooting. And, you know, there's like, you know, 49 dead and, and this is in a gay club in, in Florida. And I thought, oh my God, look at this thing. And so that was the type of thing that I knew that we'd have to talk about. You know, so we had pretty much rearranged the entire show we had you know a hot topic all planned out and everything and we scrapped everything we said you know we have to go on and talk about this so we're trying to find out what's going on as we're you know getting up and showered and dressed out the door and I'm trying to scramble to figure out what this is all about and you know as I'm waiting to go on the air I'm on my phone everybody's digging and we're all talking about it off the air just prior to you know going on air and we're going on and and reading this fresh off of, you know, these news websites to talk about what's happening. And um, so many people were calling in, people were um, just telling us that this was, you know, news to them. They hadn't heard, you know, people just, you know, rolled out of bed, turned on the radio and they were listening and having their coffee and they had no idea that there was a major shooting. In fact, the largest, um, you know, mass shooting that we've ever had in this country. Um, so, you know, this was breaking news that we were, bringing to the people and it was raw and it was real and we we're emotional and I was, was going to just... say it must have been hard to keep your composure because this it was happening and the news was being yeah. updated as you were speaking yeah it's it's great though that we do have the four of us because yeah. you know we try to do what we can and try to keep ourselves together and keep our composure whenever we're talking about things right. but there are times that you know we do get into heavy topics you know it's not all just as the song says it's it's not always rainbows and butterflies <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's you know different things you know when we we're talking about transgender day of remembrance for example every november you know we read the names of the victims that have lost their lives at the hands of um people who have you know who've taken their lives you know violence you know we're you know reading the names and and sharing the stories about, you know, honoring those that we've lost due to anti-trans violence. 
and you know to hear about you know what is going on out there and how many there are and, and, and what's happening um you know it's it's rough you know when we have a, a story about um you know a, a brutal i don't know a, a gay bashing or you know a young person who took their life or something you know like that that you know it, it really makes it tough you know we we try to get through it and try to do what we can sometimes when we end up you know we're all human and if, if it affects us in such a way that you know we end up sort of drifting and kind of losing it and, and you know we end up with some tears in our eyes and things like that um you know I, you know i'm really glad that i have my co-hosts right there with me so if i'm the one whose voice is breaking you know somebody else can jump in or vice versa somebody's reading something and it hits them hard and it you know, naturally it affects them, you know, so we can, because we're human and we care about each other and we have to yeah. protect our community, well, I think, yeah. your community. <laughs> Absolutely. And each other, you yeah. know, so, so sometimes we'll be sharing an anecdote or a story or, or, um, you know, whether it's news or a personal um, reflection on something that, you know, we're recalling and, you know, it, it affects us a certain way. You know, we, we do get into that and, um, you know, we're very honest and open and real. And, you know, because we do the show live and, you know, it's, it, it's what's happening right in the moment, you know, it's what we think right at that time. So if something hits us a certain way and, and it affects us, you know, that's, that's the real raw emotion that's happening right then and there. And so, you know, we've had interview guests who have broken down, we've, you know, honored ourselves, um, you know, but we've, we've been there for each other and, you know, we've, been there to support each other occasionally if it gets really bad if we really just need to take a break we'll go to a song and say hey we'll be right back after this play a song and then you know collect ourselves during that time and then come back in and, and revisit and then you know move it along but you know it's it's not always easy you know you're talking about you know tragedy literal life and death yeah literal life and death you know and you know people tell us that our show is so important to them that you know we are literally talking about life and death matters you know whether it's you know, health and wellness, you know, it could be HIV AIDS. And, you know, we, we do a special World AIDS Day segment every December 1st or, you know, thereabouts. Um, we do um, different, you know, um, segments and, and different themes, you know, not only just in the news, but, you know, different interviews, different topics. And so when we're talking about um, things that just hit near and dear to us, things that we all care about, you know, it's easy to get, um, it's easy, it's easy to be affected by that. You know, people tell yeah. us that, you know, sometimes they're, they're sitting at their kitchen table and, you know, they're just listening and next thing you know, they're, they're crying. Yeah. And I highly encourage anybody who's listening to this to please check out all of the archived episodes of Homo Radio. You're on iHeartRadio, right? The streaming? Yeah. Yeah. And there are a bunch of other apps. There are a few dozen. And I think every time we check, it keeps growing by, you know, a few here and there. So that's a cool thing. Um, you can just do a search for WRPI and you can, in normal times when uh, we're broadcasting live, you can do so. Um, but you can ask for, um, you can ask Alexa to play WRPI or you can um, do a search. You know, it's on iTunes and Apple TV and all different types of things. So whatever, whatever listening app you use for listening to your radio or podcasts, chances are WRPI is on there. And all the details on, are on our website, which is homoradio.org. Not only can you learn about us and our show, but all of our recordings are on there. For several years, you can actually go back and listen to our recordings. 
Now, granted, the news is not as fresh anymore since everything <laughs> is at least a year old and changed. Um, but, you know, you can go on there and, and check things out. And sometimes people tell us that they like to listen to old segments. And, you know, if they don't want to hear, you know, news that's a year or more old, they can skip it. Other times people say, hey, it doesn't matter to me that you're talking about things that happened a year ago. You know, these are still, you know, figures in the news that I'm interested in or I care about. And I'm curious about what happened. And, you know, some of the things that we talk about are kind of timeless. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's on there. And that's great because you do the whole soup to nuts. So heavy, hard-hitting news topics and some lighthearted fare and music in between. And yeah, I'm going to put the link in the show notes because I really encourage everyone to listen. Well, thank you very much. Again, that website is homoradio.org. It's all one word, H-O-M-O-R-A-D-I-O dot O-R-G. And you can listen on your phone or tablet or at home, at work, in the car, wherever you are. If you're traveling and you need something to do or, you know, just winding down your day and you'd like to hang out and listen, you know, do whatever, you can, you can definitely do that. You must have been um, part of the radio station when Matthew Shepard had passed away. Yes. Was murdered, really. Yes, actually, yes. That was 1998. And so that yeah. was when I was kind of new there. And um, I, that was also a Saturday night um, that, that you yeah. know, we heard the news. So again, on Sunday, there we are sharing that news that, you know, the one that we had reported on the previous week, you know, is now dead. And here's what's going on. So, you know, it's, um, you know, th- things like that, that are breaking that we, that we share with people, you know, if, Sometimes it's great news. Sometimes it's tragedy and, and it's everything in between. Yeah. Um, and we're coming up on 10 years of marriage equality in New York state. And that's something yeah. to definitely celebrate. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it, it's amazing. It, it does, it does seem just like yesterday. I was there in the Capitol and, you know, at all those rallies and everything. So yeah, it's, it's amazing. It really does seem like yesterday, but you know, I guess time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> And, you know, Homo Radio has been a lot of fun, um, you know, even though we get into the nitty gritty on all these topics, you know, and heavy themes, you know, um, we get into all this stuff, but we also do have a lot of fun um, sharing our own stories and sharing our own thoughts and feelings and bringing people in and um, talking to folks about different things. So we really enjoy it. It is a labor of love. It's a lot of work. You know, it's a four hour show. And so a lot of people don't have any concept for the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes ahead of time. I know your show is, is new, but I know, you you know, certainly you appreciate that, you know, totally. these, you know, thanks for having me on, for, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know for, for episode number two, you know, thanks so much for you know, having me on right away. Um, and I know that this is, you know, going to take off and this is going to be um, a fantastic oh, thing. As well. thank you. Yeah, well, you have a natural ability to talk to people and, uh, you know, everybody, I'm sure would feel comfortable talking to you. I certainly do. Oh, thank you. And so for, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure you'll do well. And I love the fact that you're going to talk about all these different topics and themes with people um, because, you know, sexuality is not something that's really talked about in general too much. And so when you hear different voices from different folks who have lots of things to say about sexuality and love and relationships and identity and gender and gender identity and expression and all types of sex and sexual themes and topics you know the world is just full of all kinds of things to talk about so I'm sure that you'll um, continue to you know reach out to help, to all different types of guests and I'm, I'm sure your your show is going to be interesting so I'm certainly going to continue listening um <laughs> and, and that's the thing too is that 
when we, the average person, when they think about sexuality, it's generally a man and a woman. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is not, there's really no forum or place for people that don't fit into the binary or their sexuality is ambiguous. And we need to celebrate that instead of trying to stop it or ignore it. Um, and the other thing too, is that we never talk about pleasure. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's always like the mechanics, like here's how to do this or here's uh, what not to do. If you're, you know, thinking about sex ed in schools, you know, everybody's preaching abstinence saying, you know, this is the only way to, you know, effectively prevent pregnancy and STIs. Just don't do it. Don't have sex. Just don't ever, ever, ever. Don't even think about it. You know, don't, and that's don't even not do realistic. It <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of that is realistic. You know, everybody, I, I heard a statistic once and maybe this was for, for men. I don't know how it is for other genders, but somebody said to me, 95% of men admit to masturbating and 5% of men are liars. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you there's go. nothing wrong with it even though the catholic church will tell you otherwise it's a very healthy part of human development is yep, learning yep. what you like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right why else did we have these fingers <laughs> exactly it's not always just to type you know emails and, and do your work it's for right. other reasons too <laughs> you know church <laughs> because Hey, we could segue into talking about religion. All the heavy stuff today. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were both raised in the Catholic Church. Um, I went from pre-kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. And at that point, my parents are like, we don't have the money to send you to Bishop Gibbons. You're going to public school. <laughs> and then I had to endure um, religion classes before confirmation, which happens when you turn 16 which is not, you're not really an adult at 16. Your prefrontal cortex is not even fully developed. So as you can see, I have some certain feelings about the church. <laughs> I'm, uh, I wish you experienced, Sean. Yeah, well, growing in, up Catholic. in terms of my own experience, you know, 16 was good enough. That was, you know, the age at which my parents said, hey, in the eyes of the church, you're an adult and you can make your own decisions about what is best for you and they were you know very you know strict catholics in terms of you know going to mass each and every sunday they raised us you know right from birth you know baptism all the way right up through our first communion and so on and so forth you know sunday school each and every sunday and then mass so my brothers and i did that and um as for myself i wasn't ever really into it as far as you know from a religious perspective i always felt like this was something i was dragged to and something that was forced upon me it wasn't something that i was into um so i was looking to get out of it and be done with it as quickly as i could but my parents said well you have to go until you have your confirmation because then you can you know basically tell the church okay you know i'm confirming my you know belief system and this is who you know i'm aligning with and i'm going to uh you know take responsibility for my own sake getting to church and for my own you know salvation and all that so my parents felt strongly that it was their responsibility to make sure that I continued in church and went to Sunday school until I got that. And they were encouraging me to continue on beyond that on my own. But, you know, they realized that it's not like, you know, if I'm becoming an adult and I'd be moving out and doing my own thing, it's not like they're going to be able to knock on my door on a Sunday morning, grab me and kidnap me and, you know, take me to church against my will. 
it's got to be my decision. And so they said, you know, we certainly encourage you to do so. Um, but I was really not feeling it. I was really looking for um, the opportunity to get out of there as, as quickly as I could. But I had to kind of jump through their hoops to make that happen. So I did have my confirmation because as far as I was concerned, it was like a graduation from the church. It was like a, a, a stopping point where I could put that all behind me and say, okay, now I'm done. Right. Um, because it wasn't something that I was interested in continuing. It was something that I was doing for the sake of my parents and to kind of get them off my back. But it wasn't something that, you know, I was into and, and felt strongly about or, you know, believed in. You know, I'd, I'd have these discussions with them and with, you know, Sunday school, um, you know, the people teaching the Sunday school classes and say things like, well, you know, how do you know that, you know, God is real and all of these things that they talk about. How do you know that this is true? And, and how do you know if, if so, you know, that there is a heaven and a hell and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I was getting answers that were kind of like, well, you know, you have to have faith. And End of story, right? Yeah, you have to have faith. You just have to believe because you're, you know, a believer. And so believers have faith. And, you know, if you have faith, then you can believe. And I'm like, well, that's circular reasoning. That doesn't sound logical to me. And they said, well, you know, there are some things out there that you just can't see and touch and feel, but you just know. You have to trust and believe and have faith and just understand and, and know that this is how it is. And for me, I guess that's not the way that I work, you know, in general. I am kind of like a proof is in the pudding kind of guy. I want to see it and know firsthand that that's how it is. I can't just say, well, I was told by people who were told by people who were told by people, et cetera, <laughs> that this is the way things are. And just to just to buy it and believe it and just go with it. So I'd always question things and always wonder about things. Um, and yeah, so, the lines never really matched up for me as far as like Adam and Eve and dinosaurs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> and, you know, you can go on and on about, you know, why is there a talking snake and, you know, all kinds of things that, you know, are, are in Christianity or, or specifically in the Catholic religion. And it's, I'm not here to bash anybody's religious perspectives or beliefs. You know, I respect people's right to have their own, you know, freedom of religion or freedom from religion. Also to, you know, practice. I'm sorry, what's that? That's what this country is based on, your personal yeah, yeah, absolutely. how you want. Mm -hmm. Everybody should be, you know, free to believe what they believe and to practice their religion as they see fit. Um, where I draw the line, though, is where you use your religion as a battering ram to bully and harass others. If you're going to condemn other people and go after them and, and, you know, just because you believe in heaven and hell, that doesn't give you a right to make others' lives hell. You know, as they say, you know, judge not lest ye be judged. So even if you think something is a sin or you have certain feelings about certain things, it's not your place to go after somebody and to, you know, beat them or bully them or harass them or whatever. Try to convert uh, them. Yeah. You know, it, it's not your place. And so, um, you know, if people otherwise do as their religion commands them to do and to love thy neighbor, et cetera, et cetera and you know live their lives and, and do what they will and i don't have a problem with that but as for me as for me I, I i always was questioning things and always doubting things and so um that's why i chose to you know get out of things when i had the chance to and that was at my confirmation at age 16. <laughs> and uh if you think about it jesus was a um mediterranean man who was jewish so <laughs> mm -hmm. 
You wait. You, you mean he wasn't that blonde-haired, blue-eyed, you know, guy that you see on the, you know, <laughs> on, on, I on have the... to speak now. I'm a hate yeah. to make <laughs> Thought he looked like Fabio or somebody. You know, maybe that's <laughs> they're trying to draw people in with with that image. But <laughs> yeah, lots of things to think about. Lots of things to question in in religion. You know, just in general, all across the board. Yeah, and and I think it's. Personally, I think it's anybody's responsibility to China poke holes in somebody's dogma, but to be like, hey, these two things don't, don't seem to jive. Like me personally, as I've said many times, I'm a cranky old feminist and I understand why women can't advance in the church. So um, it's completely um, patriarchal. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I agree literally. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. There are a lot of problems that I have, even if I were a true believer, to say, well, what about, you know, women and women's roles in the church? Um, you know, what about, you know, how the church treats people of different backgrounds, you know, mm-hmm. including sexuality, um, you know, to say, well, it's a sin. You know, we're going to, you know, love the sinner, but we're still going to hate the sin. You know, to me, you know, if you believe that God created you in his image, you know, your own feelings of love and, you know, sexuality is a beautiful thing and it's not something that is something that's a sin you're you're not doing anything to harm anybody you know you're loving somebody and if, if you feel that way you know and if you you think that that's how things are you know that doesn't it doesn't make sense to label that as a sin you know to to love somebody it's basically like we'll accept you but you can't love freely so yeah. you're basically neutering yourself to fit in yeah, or we'll accept you because you're going to be, you know, lining our, you know, collection pleats every Sunday. You know, we'll accept your money, you know, but we're not going to really accept you for who you are, who you love, your identity and sexuality, your gender, whatever it is, you know, and, and you know, that's, you know, above and beyond, you know, be, you know, just beyond whether or not, you know, you're a believer and you're into this kind of stuff. But, you know, the way that they treat women, the way that they treat members of the LGBTQ plus community you know, really just rubs me the wrong way in general in the Catholic faith. Um, yeah. I, I think that this new Pope, you know, has some, uh, I know I've had, I have some sort of uh, mixed feelings about him, but um, he does say some things that are hopeful and that per- perhaps are a step forward. Um, but, you know, it seems like for every, you know, it's like two steps forward and one step back, you know, he's always backtracking or trying to spin things or the Vatican is trying to spin things. And, yeah, you know, I think it's the so Vatican. Forward. They're like, this guy's going rogue. We have to step in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but even he says, who am I to judge? You know, it shouldn't be up to any any human to be judging anybody, period, about sexuality or any other thing, whether they think it's a sin or not. You know, it's not our it's not our place. You know, we should live our lives and be the best people that we can be, but not to be looking down on others and judging them. Yeah, especially since, you know, I, I think, too, one of the things that he's come out about, about um, covering up for pedophile priests and girls and women and anybody who defines however they want have been sexually assaulted and raped and sodomized by priests and they never did anything about it and he's definitely trying to go back and correct that i mean what's that's got to be the biggest sin ever to have power and control over somebody and say if you tell anybody i will you know you get threatened i have no idea but 
Yeah, seriously. And for somebody, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you're, you're right, though, for somebody who's in that position of, of power and authority, you know, if, if you can't trust your church and your, you know, church leadership, you know, who can you trust? Right. You know, these are the people that you go to because you want that spiritual guidance and you think that this is the right thing to do. And, you know, and then there have been so many cases where there have been terrible, terrible um, atrocities that have been committed. And, um, you know, the fact that the church doesn't want to deal with it or has historically tried to cover things up or, you know, somebody is accused of things and then they just kind of bounce them around here and there. They don't yeah. get rid of them and, and address it and deal with it. They just kind of, you know, quietly, you know, ship them off to the next parish. Yeah. And so, you know, things I think are are opening up and they're talking about things more. I think people are, are coming forward more and more and the church is dealing with that because they, they really need to. That's the elephant in the room right there. That they need to know yeah, about. Let the church take accountability up. for their fuck-ups. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they're not going to make it right for all those that they affected that way, but you know, they need to you know, be held accountable for all the things that they've done. Oh. See, it's easy to get into the talking about heavy topics. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know what? It's actually coming up on an hour. That went by so quick again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we also have a good time talking about all different types of things. Um, and I've had a blast um, as one of the four co-hosts of Homo Radio. Um, <laughs> You know, and it's it's always just a, just so interesting. You know, we get to talk to all different types of people from all over the world, talking about all different types of themes and topics and everything. So we really enjoy ourselves, and then um, you know, get to learn about what's happening in the world and discuss it with some of your best friends. And you know, even though we don't eat food in the studio, that's a big no-no. Of course, we go out after the show, but you know, we we kind of think of it as like our own Sunday brunch. Um, some people have even said it's almost like our own sort of religious service, even though. Um, you know, we have different religious views and perspectives and, and, you know, some are believers and some are not, but, um, you know, some people have said it's kind of like a way that you're, you know, kind of like, you know, the shepherd leading a flock in a way. So it's, it, there are some parallels between hosting a radio show on a Sunday morning and talking about, you know, things that are going on out there and, you know, going to an actual church service. And so I, I kind of thought that's interesting. We sort of, hashed it out a couple times to say, well, you know, what are the similarities besides just the time, you know, it's on a Sunday morning, but, you know, who we're bringing together and what we're talking about and all these different things, um, you know, and what the show aims to do and how people, can, people. yeah, community, <laughs> community, you know, all of it, it's just, it's interesting. <laughs> so, Mr. Sean McLaughlin, DJ Sean McLaughlin. <laughs> mm -hmm. You actually provide music and soundtrack to people's special events and people can hire you. I highly recommend it. He's got a golden ear. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it's that. time we've brought this up, but um, I don't, we, now we had talked about this before. We, neither of us personally have a fuck list that we listen to while we're being intimate with somebody else. But mm -hmm. you have to admit there are some highly, highly sexual songs out there that just make you want to rip off your clothes and enjoy the person you're with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So I know you've told me before, but regale everyone with, with your new favorite uh, 
sexy song. <laughs> yeah, so my new favorite song that's on the radio that I think is pretty sexy is Leave the Door Open. That's that new one by Bruno Mars. and He's Anderson so adorable. <laughs> yeah, Anderson Pock and Silk Sonic, which to me sounds like some sort of like luxurious like ice cream milkshake thing or something. I don't know. Um, Bruno Mars itself sounds like either some sort of a candy bar or some sort of, you know, company doing something. I don't know. Um, but that that song, you know, I've, I've been hearing that song, you know, as I've been out and about, you know, I listen to the radio in the car. And so that comes on and I'll turn the music up loud and, you know, sing along with it. And people are probably looking at me, acting the fool in traffic, you know, singing along to this song. I love but, doing that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know it's Bruno Mars, you know, and, and these these others, you know, who I think are, are pretty neat. So it's just a, a neat kind of a, you know, smooth sort of sensual kind of vibe that I get from that song. So that's if I were to have such a list, I think that would definitely be one of the songs that would be on there. You know, I don't think that I would go for some of the like tried and true, you know, cliche kind of songs like you know, "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye. You know, you know. Well, there's a reason that it's a cliche because somebody yeah, exactly. has to say, "Hey, this is the best song to bang to." <laughs> exactly, but you know, there have been times that you know on the radio that you know we've cued that up because we're talking about something and we're getting into some sort of a, a theme, talking about sexy time or whatever, <laughs> and so you know you play that and you know just those first you know wah 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 you know people get into it and they're like oh my god so it's it's good for a laugh, um, but I don't think a song like that would be on on a you know sexy time playlist for me um but i definitely have some songs when i think about them that remind me of previous you know sexy times or you know uh sexy dates that i've been on um and so you know like when you hear a certain song and it brings you back to a certain time or place absolutely music is very important to me so yeah. i i'm 100 percent with you there <laughs> mm-hmm. yep so I definitely have some songs that remind me of times, you know, when I have, um, you know, a certain song will remind me of good times that I've had with an ex or, you know, good times that I've had maybe with a friend with benefits or something like that. And I would think back on that encounter or that experience or that relationship or whatever it is, and, and, you know, fondly remember them and think, oh, yeah, you know, this song. Yeah, I remember this. And so that's always nice. One of my favorite throwbacks from that type of realm is the song from the 90s um i was in a kind of a short relationship but it was um short and sweet i had a lot of fun with this one guy i'm not going to name names but um he is a big tori amos fan and so he would listen back in the 90s of course to cds and he would kind of put one on you know on repeat and so uh, <laughs> you know from the boys for pele album caught a light sneeze is one of my favorite songs that is one of me too he had to <laughs> well yeah i mean he would he would let it roll you know he'd let it go oh, okay. you know and so you know assuming that we're not just you know a minute man and you're in and out literally um well then know, that, that's a testament to him <laughs> yeah so you know we would we would hear some songs and sometimes that would be the type of thing that you'd hear so like uh, of that album that is one of my favorite songs and so when i hear that particular song you know there's something you know hot and heavy about it it reminds me of our times that were hot and heavy so it always puts a smile on my face when I when I hear that song. Yeah, you're I, beaming right now. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I want to, you know, think about him or just in general, if I want to bring back some good memories and good vibes, you know, there are certain songs like that that I can pull up, you know, in my own music collection and, and think about, you know, happy thoughts from, you know, <laughs> bygone eras. That's how old I am. Bygone eras, you know, they're, they're, they're epics. <laughs> you know, and that 
I'm a Victoria Amos fan, and just that song. Is, now um, you're going to think about it in a totally different way. I am, because it's literally about, like, sacrificing men, but... <laughs> yeah, well, in a way, we kind of were. Depends on <laughs> definition of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I am in a little more of a darker place when it comes to um, sexy time songs. I'm more of like a Velvet Underground Joy Division kind of person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting question and an interesting topic. You know, something that I would encourage all the listeners out there to think about. Like, if you had a sexy time playlist, who would be maybe your top three or top five artists or songs? out there you know if i were on homo radio right now i'd you know be playing these songs that we've mentioned and you know maybe taking some calls and say you know hey what are your favorite songs you know in the bedroom and why maybe we'd all go around and the four of us might come up with a couple songs that we'd share and, and you know play snippets of those songs and get into that and that would be a good discussion and be a lot of fun we'll, we'll have to do that sometime i don't know that we've actually brought this particular topic up so oh, really? yeah i don't think we have together you should just come in like a vengeance and be like we're talking about this yeah exactly salt and pepper can do it let's talk about sex baby (laughs) well we've come to the end of our talk and mr sean mclaughlin it has been such a pleasure to be able to talk to you and get your thoughts and you've been incredibly patient more so than most people (laughs) Well, you know, tech issues happen, you know, that, that's no biggie. And I know this is a new experience for you and it's new even just doing, you know, recording in this way, you know, normally I'm used to doing live radio and it is what it is. If you screw up or whatever, you're just rolling one with shot. it. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. You know, one and done, move it, and move it or lose it. You're, you're on the air and it's happening. You know, if you mean to play a certain song and you play another song, oh, well, you know, I mean, you can stop it, you know, can, you can go back or say, oops, wrong song or, you know oh this event that i'm announcing already happened oh well it's too bad yeah <laughs> not, very, not very professional but you know some things happen but we're know, you, yeah you're you screw something up or whatever technical difficulties happen you know you try to move it along as best you can but you know patience is the name of the game whether you're live or whether you're recording something and airing it on a podcast later it doesn't matter you have to be patient and the more you do things the better you get sometimes yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've gotten some compliments, you know, because I, I run the board and I'm, I'm like an octopus, you know, pressing all the buttons, sliding you up really all are. the levers <laughs> and everything. You've seen me in action, like, you know, I can kind of do all this stuff and I don't have to really look at it. I can kind of just do it by feel. It's like if you're driving, you don't need to be looking down at what all the buttons say or if you're typing or if you're doing anything that you're just kind of, if you play a musical instrument, you're just kind of used to it. You know, if you're like, I play piano, for example, I don't have to look at the keys to know what I'm playing. I can just play. And so, you know, the more you do it, the better you get. And so I've done that with radio and, and I'm sure you'll do that and get more used to doing what you're doing. But since this is a new podcast, you know, it's a, it's a fresh new experience for you. So no worries. I'm breaking myself in gently. Um, and you could say that about sex too. The more you do, the better you get at it. That is true. That is definitely true. You know, no pressure virgins, no pressure at all. Find <laughs> <laughs> Sean at homoradio.org along with the rest of the crew <laughs> and yeah. let's say somebody would love to hire you for a party an event something joyful and happy where can they make an inquiry sean <laughs> yeah i'd love to dj you know your party or your event whether it's a wedding or a you know a sweet 16 quinceanera or bar mitzvah bat mitzvah or you know anything from there to a retirement party 
if, it, if it's a you know birthday bash or a pool party or you know holiday event whatever you have corporate thing um, you can reach me on facebook at facebook.com slash sean mcl and i'll spell that for you my first name is s-e-a-n the irish way so it's facebook.com slash s-e-a-n-m-c-l you can also reach out to me by phone you can text me or call me at area code 518-225-0931 again that's 518-225-0931 or you can always drop me an email you can reach me at DJ Sean McLaughlin at gmail.com. That's all one word, all lowercase, DJ S E A N M C L A U G H L I N at gmail.com. DJ Sean McLaughlin at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question, a comment, I love feedback. Feedback makes the show get better. Please feel free to email me and I'll give the correct email this week. Since I skirted up the last time, you can email you live me. live and learn, right? <laughs> right? You can email me at birdsandbeespod at gmail.com. I am also on Instagram, birdsandbeespod. Please like, rate, and review. I'm available on all platforms. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you again, Sean, for indulging me. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, and I wish you all the um, best for success for Birds and Bees podcast. And thank thanks you. for having me, and thanks for doing what you do, Sue. Thank you, and I can't wait to hear you back on the radio. Oh, I know. It's going to be great. We're going to have so much fun when we actually get back after this whole you know, coronavirus thing you know, settles down a little bit. We've all been vaxxed, and we're ready for the, the go-ahead when we get the green light from RPI, but we're just waiting for that to happen, so... In the meantime, people can check out the podcasts, homoradio.org, and we'll be coming back to the airwaves as soon as we possibly can. Yay. Thank you again. Have a great rest of your day, Sean. All right. Same to you. Thanks. Bye.